Matt Gates has a surprising role in the government not shut down. We'll talk about that. Also, we're bringing out Simone Biles, who's just doing Simone Biles things and being awesome. And birthday wishes and other fun stuff in the second show at the end. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. This is Things You Might Have Heard. We're going to give you in a moment the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. This is your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you might have missed. And a little extra context from me and you guys out there. You actually picked the news headlines that we talk about every single weekday morning here on things you might have heard 5 50 a.m we go live with this thing and for the weekend we're gonna give you 10 stories from the top 50, top 30 of the weekend and matt gates is one of those stories and it's a little different than we thought we we're going to be talking about come friday we also have for you some other fun stuff as well in the second show if you will so stick around for that you will enjoy that gives about 13 to 15 minutes for the actual headlines it takes about that long to get the real news in and then we have to do some sales stuff, if you will. Because we'll go to our website, this is the conversationproject.com to find out details about what we do every single day here with the conversation project and every single weekday with things you might have heard and how things work out and how to help us get more things done, if you will. Let's get into the news stories for this morning, this day, as we do this live at 5 50 a.m. Central Time. Today happens to be Monday, October the 2nd, 2023. So rabbit rabbit, we are into October. Three more months and then we're done for the year. Let's talk about the stories that uh, moved you to uh, engage in. And we'll explain that in just a bit for the teaser story as well. Headline at the top is on Mr. Gates. Matt Gates is announcing his plans to oust Kevin McCarthy from the House Speakership. What happened over the weekend? On Friday, we were waiting for a essentially a government shutdown because many of the hardliners on the Republican side were just weren't going to vote for anything, any sort of continuing resolution or anything to pass to keep the government open or any sort of just last minute deal to, you know, fund the budget in any way. What happened? Kevin McCarthy made a deal with the bulk of the Democrats. He took out Ukraine funding for now and added more funding for disaster relief to shore up the rest of the, the, the year, hopefully, and did Ed and run around some of the more, I'll say, crazies in the party. What happened to the crazies in the party? Matt Gates was the first to step up to the post and say, I'm going to make a move to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. The deal to get him to be speaker was a lot of the hardline right guys basically put him up to task where any one of them could just say, you're done if you don't follow our lead. He followed their lead to a point, and then we got to the point of shutting down the government. He, being McCarthy, did another thing. So we're going to see if Matt Gates actually pulls the trigger on this today and whether he has the votes. He doesn't. And whether the Democrats will actually out there and openly save McCarthy, they won't, and how this thing will actually play itself out. No shutdown for 45 days, but we'll see if there's going to be a, a ousting of a speaker like today. Arrest reported in Tupac Shakur's 1996 murder. It's been almost 30 years since the murder of Tupac Shakur, and one of the only surviving witnesses of that murder was indicted, uh, prosecutors revealed during a press conference on Friday. One of the biggest mysteries in music, all these things that sort of happen, is what happened to Tupac in that night in Vegas and how this whole thing went down. We now know that someone's been arrested for the whole thing, and we're going to see how this plays out going forward. Uh, a lot of people are, of course, weighing in on the, on the topic because Tupac is such an iconic figure in hip-hop, in pop culture, and just a lot of people look to the past of Tupac for his inspiration for a lot of things, including, believe it or not, there's a lot of rock guys who love Tupac and they inspired some of their stuff as well because of what he said and how he did it so poetically. We're going to see how this thing plays out in court, obviously, very soon. Twin Cities marathons canceled due to hot weather conditions. It's not supposed to be 90 degrees in October in Minnesota. And so what it is, 
you cancel your actual marathon. This is a yearly marathon that's been postponed at the moment, but because they watched the weather all weekend long and looked and saw that early Sunday, it wasn't going to get much better. Black flag conditions uh, were going to essentially be the case, and you can't really run a nice long marathon in 95-degree weather. Uh, some people think they can. Most people actually can't. Twin Cities Marathon was actually pulled off the ticket for that one. It's so far been, as far as I knew yesterday, it was postponed, not so much canceled. Uh, they're going to see about putting it back a couple weeks and making it work. But there were a lot of people who were jizzed and ready for this thing. And guess what? Didn't quite happen. Let me introduce you to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. If you haven't met her before, she was the former speaker um, or press secretary for President Donald Trump, uh, was famous for essentially giving out a lot of bad information and stopping doing any press conferences so they could have less time to do bad information. She's now the governor of Arkansas. How that happened? Well, you can kind of follow along with that one. But right now she's dealing with a kerfuffle where, let me give you a headline and go deeper into the thing because it's really three parts to this. Whistleblower says Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders' office illegally altered withheld records. There's a comma there. Illegally altered, pause, withheld records related to $20,000 podium purchase. There's three pieces here. There was an FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, from a local Arkansas blogger, a guy who basically kind of keeps an eye on the politicians here, uh, about um, following the travels of the state police and who paid what to do where. She took a trip, being Sarah Huckabee Sanders, to France to give a speech and do some economic things. And in the process, took her family to a trip to Euro Disney. That happened while I was there. So someone want to know, you know, who paid for this, whatever. This turned to a big change and a special session to change how FOIA requests work out. Somewhere in the mix, there was a invoice, a receipt, if you will, for a podium from a company that charged $20,000 for said podium. Uh, and it was charged right before the beginning of a fiscal year so they could be put in there so the money could go into the conference then. And the podium doesn't exist. It wasn't delivered. We're not sure where it is. We take pictures of her in front of podiums and say, hey, is that the podium? Oh, by the way, the podium is um, what you're actually standing on. It's actually the platform. The lectern is the thing you stand behind. So this makes it even more complicated because it's technically a lectern. There are a whole lot of somethings going on about this case, and it's more—it's a lot more interesting than you know, just you think from the silly headline. Check it out. Read the headline we have here. This comes from a local TV station here, and go deeper into detail because this is now becoming New York Times level news for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Simone Biles is doing Simone Biles things. She does what's called the Yurchenko Doubles Pike at the World's uh, Conference, the World's uh, uh, Competition. And guess what? Because she pulled it off, a move that's usually only done by men, never done by a woman in competition, and she pulled it off essentially flawlessly, they're going to name it Biles 2, Electric Boogaloo, because Biles already has another one named after her that was almost impossible for women to do, so why not name this one as well? The Yurchenko Double Pike is so hard, so fast, so complicated, you can't even understand it unless you watch it in slow motion, and she pulled it off, and they pulled off the the naming rights of it because she's Simone Biles. Not much she can't do other than be Taylor Swift. Other than that, she's got it all going on. The UAW actually extended a strike, expanded the strike for the three automakers in Detroit over the weekend. Um, the calls for 
making things happen are being pushed by the fact that the UAW had more people uh, striking for against all three automakers. Now, remember, in most cases, the union actually strikes against one automaker and then have, deals with them and uses that deal to work with the next to to go forward. This time, they're basically having all three play each, each other and play them. And it's working not very well because there are people right now who are running out of money. The reason why they're doing the strike this way and various different efforts, various different people, various different plants, various different products are moving away is so that everyone does not lose money at once. However, the automakers are now shutting down plants because everyone can't get work done because it misses pieces and things like that. We're going to see how long this thing goes. By the way, we have in the in the headlines being posted, you know, as I'm recording this live, uh, the strike that was averted with Mack Truck and UAW. That strike is not going to happen. This one continues on. Apple says it will fix software problems blamed for making iPhone 15 models too hot to handle. Uh, we know that batteries are issues with phones and iPhone batteries are specifically issues because you literally can't do anything about that but call Apple and have them fix it. Right now there's a software glitch, we'll just call it a glitch, that um, has the charging session uh, essentially get the phone really, really, really hot while charging so that when you take it off of the charger, it's still too hot to hold. It's like just like when your phone is out in the sun and it will cut itself off. Same thing applies here, except it's not being charged by the solar rays. It's literally your, your charging of the phone is the issue. What are you going to do about it? Software update coming out in a few days to fix the iPhone 15 going forward to make it a better, not so hot thing. I do OnlyFans stories literally for the clicks, and this is one that's pretty benign, but it is also talk about the times. And we talked about the strike, talking about people not making more money. Here's the headline. Missouri teacher on leave over OnlyFans account with her quote, knew this was coming. Brianna Coppage, a 28-year-old teacher in Missouri, is on leave. Uh, the district officials have found out she had an OnlyFans account. The English teacher said she joined the website over the summer as a way to supplement her teaching income. That sounds like a fairly, fairly, fairly uh, uh, on, uh, thing we hear over and over again. Just sort of obvious that teachers don't make a lot of money, so they do side gigs. This is not Uber. This is not DoorDash. This is not getting a part-time job at a grocery store. This is what it is. And you can check out the link for the story and go deeper and tell on what's going on. There seems to be a lot of people out there who are supplementary income uh, with OnlyFans and make enough money to make extra money. Not There's not a lot that many people who are making big money, you would think, the way they put, put it out that it's such a deal. But Brianna Coppage, because her school district found out she has an OnlyFans page, which means students essentially can find her OnlyFans page, is now on leave from her job. So students will now probably go look for her OnlyFans page because she's been outed. Mick Jacker suggests that he may donate the Rolling Stones catalog earnings to charity. Now, this is a, a kind of a deeper story you have to actually read and understand because all the headlines say Mick Jagger not giving his money to his kids because Mick Jagger says, my kids, you know, they're fine. They don't need $500 million if we sell the catalog. Number one, he's not selling the catalog. That's the first thing. Number two, if he does or they, they make proceeds on this in the future, since he's got plenty of money, they might donate it to charity because they've got plenty of money and they can do that. Now, the Rolling Stones have a new album coming out with new singles, Angry and Sweet Side of Heaven, which are basically out um, now from the new album, Hackney Diamonds. Uh, so they're making new money and can make new music and can make new money from that music. But the big story headline is not that Mick Jagger's not giving money to his kids. Because 
he doesn't have to. It's the fact that they actually aren't going to try to sell their earnings, sell their catalog to charity right now, like many other people cashing out. They're not ready, especially with new music on the horizon. And finally, ESPN's Toy Story alternative NFL broadcast sparked discussion. And that's, you know, saying a lot in that one little word, discussion. Uh, I watched a good bit of it. I was at church and I was, it was before church happened. So I sat in the um, town hall uh, setting some things up for another project we had at church and tuned into the ESPN alternative Toy Story game, which they hyped up a bit uh, in real time, which had the toys, the Toy Story hanging out, doing things. Slinky Dog was the, was the, um, was the chains. Literally, he would stretch out to be the chains. Booker McFarlane was this big old headed toy and, and also um, Todd, uh, Drew Carter was there, a smaller toy, uh, had a toy that was the sideline reporter. Uh, the claw was spotting the ball, and the action, when it worked, looked kind of cool. Other than the fact that the sound was a little faster than the actual action, was not synced perfectly, so you would hear the things happening before it happened. Um, watching it was like watching a, a cool sort of animated uh, game of the old NFL Blitz football with the kids' heads and background back, backyard football, just like that. Uh, the real players are out there. Their likenesses were there. The big issue was the glitches. Too many times you couldn't see a play. The play-by-play -play announcers, just like in the real game when things go wrong, they're still doing play-by-play -play so you can hear what's going on. But because it's TV, not radio, it's a little bit different. So it wasn't a great game to watch for the most part. But watching um, Trevor Lawrence you know, throw a pass and watching the guy, the little the little figure, you know, kick the ball more or less in real time. And the ball sort of end up in various places and people disappear and pop up on stage. And they use nesting dolls to really explain. The biggest thing about this was they really explained well to kids how football worked and to anyone who doesn't know how the game works, how the different positions work, how the different defense versus offense work, what happens in football. And it was a fun thing to watch for the, for the um, half of the first quarter that I got a chance to see. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars uh, versus the Atlanta Falcons in that one. Jacksonville gets to stick around in London because they played it actually in London, which is maybe part of the issue with the, the distance. Uh, they, they play a second game in London this week because London's basically a whole home team for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's go on to apologies, errors, and omissions. Today we're not talking about because we gave you 10 full stories. And these are two big, um, big passings that we wanted to get in there, but we didn't have time to really go into detail. Number one. Former Red Sox knuckleballer Tim Wakefield dies of brain cancer at 57. Of course, his illness was was sort of announced by mistake, if you will, uh, this week. So people didn't realize he was sick, passing away this week of brain cancer. And we, this is a Friday story, so this is something that's been kind of bubbling over. Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein of California dies at age 90. Right now, we know she's going to lie in state in California, in San Francisco, I believe, before her funeral happening this week. Our teaser story is a story we present to you that we're teasing to you, one that you could have us talk about tomorrow. This is where we explain the feeds and how we actually get our stories to discuss in this podcast, this video cast, and the weekend show, which called um, the Weekly Wrap-Up. What we need from you is to follow us on our feeds on Facebook and X or Twitter. We still call it Twitter because it still goes there. On Facebook, our link is at thisistheconversationproject.com, or this is the conversation project, you'd say. And on Twitter, or X, go to th underscore conversation. Every 50 minutes or so, we post a news story from various different sources. Uh, this one, we've watched some videos from AP, we do CNN, we do Fox News. We do some people that are even a little shady here to there because they are shady. Some blogs and places that may, may um, spark your interest in why we're posting it. 
We're looking for conversational stories, story that people would like to talk about, even if the sources are a little, little iffy. This source, AP, we think is pretty good. And this headline is Donald Trump says he will be in courtroom for New York trial uh, scrutinizing his business practices. This is happening literally in a few hours. Donald Trump is going to be sitting in the courtroom in New York City where they're basically going over his business where one judge has already said, your business are frauds, they're done. And now they're going to see just how much fraud he did. He's going to court today to deal with that. You want to talk about this story, you just engage in this headline when you see it at our website, wherever you do, or any headline, and we will talk about those stories. Today, we gave you 10 stories from the top 30 of the weekend. Tomorrow, that's Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories from the top 15 of the day. So if this is a top 15 story, more than likely, we will get it into the rundown for tomorrow. We also take a little time here to talk about a sponsor to keep the Conversation Project going, and we're going with Resume Solution Again, we're getting some hype on this one because it is October, three more months left into the year 2023, and maybe 2023 has not been such a grandest year for you. Yes, most people are back from pandemic stuff, and yes, most places are at 85%, you know, strength getting things done, but maybe you're realizing right now the job you're in is not the job you're meant to be in, or the job you're in right now just is a little too much, and you're ready to make that move on. Or maybe you've never been in a great job and you're thinking now is the time to make a shuffle because before the end of the year, it's going to be crazy in January. Go to Resume Solution and they may be the solution for helping you get forward. They will help you work in your resume, free resume review on that one, help you rewrite it. They'll also have coaching services to help you work through your first interview, questions to get through, and they may get you that next job. They're basically guaranteeing you an interview. The job part, you've got to do on your own. But in the most most part, they will help you get prepared for everything you need. Check out Resume Solution at our link. This is a conversationproject.com slash resume solution. This is a conversationproject.com slash resume solution. This is an affiliate link, so we get a cut from what you pay for them for services, and you get a free uh, review, so you may not have to pay them. We don't, it doesn't cost you anything extra. Check it out, and maybe now's the time. Maybe you just want to update your resume and take a look at just how great you are. Every um, two years or so, I don't go to someone to redo my resume to see what skills I've earned and learned uh, that I've kind of lost because I've been working too much, and I get a jolt of joy from seeing how much I've grown. This may be what you need to get your mindset, even if you're not moving on to another job. Conversation Project lives online at this is the conversationproject.com. Check out our website for more details on how we do things every day here for the Conversation Project. You can also follow us on the feeds. That's how you tell us what to talk about every single day on the Conversation Project. And email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com or reply to anything you see and tell us what we can do better or worse going forward. We talked about our sponsors. Our sponsorship page has many other sponsors you can click, click on so we can keep things going. And if you want to help us do more things, better things, Go to our partnerships page at thisisaconversationproject.com slash partnerships. See if there's ways that we could connect to do more better things. Not grammatically correct, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, here for you on the site. We believe we can give you a nice swath of news coverage, particularly a great perspective on the mainstream stuff that's a little different. Plus, uh, some things that are definitely missed. We talked about the lady that got ate by the alligator a couple times last week. Nobody talked about that, but trust me, it was a real story in many places, and you guys got to see it. Uh, you see more stories like this and have more conversational things on your bus ride to work or when you get to work or at the coffee shop. Whatever you're doing, you can chat things up as well. And we thank you in advance for anything you do, but the most important things, the free things. Follow us in the feeds. Email us with your comments. 
And now, as promised, the fun stuff will begin right now. Every single day we do the fun stuff, the, the second show, the things that make this morning show morning show. And it begins right now. We begin every weekday morning with the fun stuff with birthdays, and October the 2nd is no exception. Starting off with my father, or at least my TV father, if I had, was going to be on TV and need the father. Avery Brooks is 75 years old today. Yes, I'm calling out the man named Hawk. Yes, I'm calling on uh, Jeremy Benjamin Sisko. Yes, this guy, uh, uh, unless it's um, Keith David, but this guy with a gravelly voice and, you know, bald head. And Keith David has nice hair. Uh, David Brooks kind of look like Avery Brooks, if you think so. I could I could be his kid on if he was my TV dad. 75 years old for Avery Books. And he, the biggest thing is he's still doing lots of stuff. Not much TV, but Broadway and things like that. You can check him out all the time. Sting, the actor, not the wrestler, is 72 years old. If the wrestler was 72, I'd be worried about his career. But no, Sting, the actor, the, 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 the artist, the singer and actor, is 17 years old today. No jokes about the sex stuff on today. And Kelly Ripa hitting 54 years old, 52 Jay Cleveland not reading very well. Kelly Ripa hitting 52 years old on this 2nd of October. Happy birthday to all those great folks. Let's go to our history lesson. Let's take the time to slowly read the history lesson on today. Uh, today, on this 2nd of October, starting back in 1950, the very first comic strip of Peanuts by Charles M. Schultz was published. Peanuts, which began, became a, a, a staple of American culture, essentially uh, bringing us um, the, the life and times of Charlie Brown and his dog Snoopy and all of his friends, and was ironically, essentially him doing therapy. Every single character had some sort of thing, some sort of vice that essentially made them uh, relatable to everyone, except for maybe Snoopy, who was kind of the uber everything, which might have been a part of the thing why he was there and could do everything so well. The Penis Comic Strip debuted today in 1950. In, 19, in 2016, 2016, Vince Scully broadcast his last Dodgers game after record 67 seasons. We were uh, proud to be a part of hearing that as he stepped down from the booth on this day in at the end of the season, of course, for baseball uh, and the Dodgers that season. And in 2017, Tom Petty died of cardiac arrest at UCLA Medical Center in Los Angeles following an accidental overdose of painkillers for multiple ailments, including a broken hip. A very sad loss uh, on this day back in 2017. We're going to celebrate Audiophile Day today, and that may seem like an odd thing to celebrate. It actually kind of is an odd thing to celebrate, but what is an audiophile? Why are we celebrating them on this day? Well, let me tell you. Audiophiles are people who are really, really, really into audio, really, really, really into sound, really, really, really into the thought process of, of sound and they are looking for high fidelity sound in the mix and reproduction. Essentially they're actually going backwards because they're looking for what you get from record players. Not so much clear, clean, clear MP3 or crystal clear Dolby sound. They are enthusiasts of hi-fi, high fidelity. Um, and they come from every place. They're also experienced. Young people, old people, especially now that records are back. High fidelity sound is a thing again. So back in 2016, this day was founded to appreciate audiophiles. So it's not very old. Uh, more or less a sort of a throwback to people who still want to listen to things on the original um, albums with all the creaks and the hisses and the the thump in that. So if you know an audiophile, somebody who loves their record player, somebody who loves that old style sound of things from their old 45s or 33 and a thirds, today is a day to celebrate them. Give them a hug. Buy them a drink. It's audiophile day.
And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. The latest conspiracy theory is that the nationwide emergency broadcast system test scheduled for October 4, this Wednesday, will send a signal to cell phones to activate nanoparticles that have been introduced into people's bodies through COVID-19 vaccines. Yeah, we're back to that one again. On October 4th, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, and the Federal Communications Commission, FCC, will conduct a nationwide test of the emergency alert system, EAS, and their wireless emergency alerts, WEA. That's a whole lot of letters there, which tells you that, you know, these things are active. The test will consist of two portions, with the WA portion being directed to all consumer cell phones and the EAS portion being sent to radios and televisions. You remember the EAS? WA is the reason why you can't turn off your cell phones and turn it off because something bad may happen that you must get to. Test is scheduled to begin approximately 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Got that? 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 1.20 Central Time, my time, and of course, um, 10.20 uh, Pacific. Your phone will go off. Your TV will go off. Everything's going off on Wednesday to test the new system, but it's not going to activate nanobots. We don't. We will not get superpowers come Wednesday. I'm almost positive of that. And I'm pretty gosh darn positive we're done with this thing for the day. This has been things you might have heard for this Monday, the 2nd of October, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland today we uh love you we we, we need you. you you help us get the stuff done and we are very glad to do it for you make sure you stop by our feeds every single day every couple day a couple times a day and let us know what stories you should be talking about just like love hate engage in the stories and email the show at the conversation inbox at gmail.com to give us the feedback that we want we really want to know to do better make sure you are staying limber and hydrated and on task for all the grand things you 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 are here to do for this great world and pre prepare to not get superpowers or not be put into a zombie state for nanobots on Wednesday. Just just go with me, okay? Trust me on this one. This one is not happening. But we also prepare for a good day tomorrow. So we'll be back for this thing again. Uh, really join me live at 550 or watching on the replay and video, audio, or watch just clicking the links. Thank you so much for being here. We'll do this again for a grand Tuesday.